What's your guilty pleasure? Me? I don't have one. You're listening to Guiltless Pleasures, an unapologetic pop podcast with Bobby Asin. Welcome back, everyone, and welcome to another week of Guiltless Pleasures. Today, I am with one of my best friends, Olivia Dunham. Hi! <laughs> yes. We are in Siesta Key, where Olivia currently lives and works, but our journey began, what, four years ago? Four or five years? I, five years ago, maybe? I mean, I graduated college three years ago. Yeah, so five years ago. Five years ago, wow. Yeah, I graduated college December 1st, three years ago, and we had been in school at that point two years together. Yeah. We went to the University of Central Florida, where we were both hospitality management majors. Yes. And do you remember the first day you talked to me? I do. Yeah, I remember. We had two classes together. We had, what was the first one, accounting class? And then we went to guest services. Guest services with our professor, Deb. Yeah, and I remember I, I like, sat behind you in yep. accounting class, and then... The next class, you just sat down in front of me again. I just looked at you and I'm like, I think we're in the same class. And you were like, really? I Maybe? <laughs> and legitimately, Olivia, at that point, was my first and like, mainly only college <laughs> friend. Like From then, I added your friend group to my friend group of college people. It just fused together. The way I had gone to college for like almost a year and then didn't make like, any friends on my own. And my first football game and only football game was with you. Wow, I remember that. Yeah, I got Did hit in the face of a football. football. <laughs> yep, I got hit in the face of a football. I was bleeding. Yeah, and I someone, didn't realize you were bleeding either. Do you remember that someone handed us a sperm stick? Yeah, that, pull, like, that showed up on my um, face, uh, my Snapchat memories. And by a sperm stick, I mean there was someone handing out cutouts of plastic that are about the size of my arm of sperm. Yeah. What was that even for? I don't know. It was probably for like... Condoms or something? Yeah, probably a handoff for free condoms, but I had a sperm stick. I brought it to the game, and <laughs> that was a lot of fun. Yeah, We rode a bus with some random person that hung out with us the whole day, too. Oh, yeah. What was his name? Who knows? I didn't know that person. But you get the gist. We've known each other for a long time. <laughs> We've gone on many trips to New York and to New Orleans together. Yep. And yeah, we always have a good time. And so we are having a great time here in Siesta Key right now. And we are going to hop right in now to our current guiltless pleasures. Mine's pretty easy this week. And as Olivia knows, because she's heard it over and over again, it is currently Plastic Hearts by Miley Cyrus. This album I've been listening to nonstop. Last week I talked about how it's one of my favorite albums of 2020. I still stand by that. I've only been listening to the new Miley album mixed with Taylor Swift with the folklore with the Long Pond recording studio session and Olivia knows every day when I drive her to work that's all we listen to <laughs> or we drive anywhere that's all I listen to I know and you know you're driving me to work this weekend and I really appreciate it but I know it sucks having to get up so early yep Miley my- wakes me up because <laughs> <laughs> my car's in the shop and yeah. they didn't tell me it wouldn't be fixed. I don't have a rental car. Yeah, so I'm her mom for the week. Been picking Thanks. her up and dropping her off. Thanks, Mom. All right, Olivia, what is your current guiltless pleasure? Um, I think especially today, I think today's National Candle Day, I have to go with candles. So, you know you know me. 
having candles in almost every room. I have like two full drawers of giant three wick candles and then I save them and create wax melts out of them just to make sure that they get fully used, you know? I have those two candles from the Avatar ride. Oh yeah, the Flight of Passage ride. Yes. If you guys haven't been on that ride, there's a wonderful scent towards the end of the ride. It's, and it's very distinct. It smells so good. Like I can't even describe it. <laughs> It's so good. Isn't it called Cabin in the Woods or something like that at Bath and Body Works? Um, it's called or Crystal the, Cabin. It's like the Sparkling Icicles or something. Yeah, it's something like Sparkling Crystal, something about camp, something like that. But I think you're right. Sparkling Icicles sounds right. Yeah, it's like a pretty good dupe if you don't go by the scent. It's a pretty good dupe for it. But you know, it's National Candle Day, so this week is. The $9 candles or something. I already bought eight. It's pretty bad. Pretty bad habit to buy these candles. But it's okay because I use them. I use them all the time. All the time. There's one in the bathroom, one in my bedroom, one in the living room. She says as we're recording this and there's none lit around us. There's a candle I'm staring at in front of me and it's (laughs) not lit. I know I didn't light any today. I feel like, but it is a guiltless pleasure. I do have to say. You get to save it. You're savoring your guiltless pleasure. That's why you're not lighting them up right now. Well, yeah. Because, you know, I only have one of each scent. And I should probably, like, bulk up so that it's a unified scent around the house. And you never run out. And I never run out. But I don't do that. I think it's, like, flannel, sweater, weather, 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 weather. Weather, weather, weather. Flannel, sweater, weather. Sweater, weather. I love the smell of flannel. Mahogany, the candle. Coconut. <laughs> yeah, true. I mean, I have been wearing flannel every day this week, so. You have. You have. But it's been kind of chilly, so it makes sense. Yeah, so, like I said, we are currently in Siesta Key. And you also may know from listening to this podcast that Siesta Key is one of my favorite TV shows of all time. Mm-hmm. And definitely my favorite running reality show. And Olivia was kind of into the first season, and she's kind of dropped it. She's not the biggest fan of the show, but she's also not the big of, like, a reality TV fan, yeah. I would say. I mean, I watched it because, like, that's something we did together. Yeah. And now that I moved here, like, I'm not going to watch it without you. And I know you would love to watch it again, but I'm like, eh, it's okay. Oh, I would love to watch it again. I know. I still have, I think, your Laguna Beach that you DVD left here. set? I think, yeah. And I don't think I've... <laughs> of course not. I know, but it's just, you know, I I respect what they do, but I'm also like, you know, they got their own life going on. I'm trying to figure out mine. So, I know when he moved here, you've heard a lot of different rumors and stuff about the cast, but mainly, I know there's a big, I feel like the city has a big grudge against Alex from the show what rumors do you remember i think i remembered hearing something about shark incident oh yeah like he like abused a shark or something like i can't remember fully like the details because that was like right as i moved down here i'm pretty sure if i remember correctly you said that he had caught a shark and like tied it by its tail yes and then dragged it across the water until it was like unconscious yeah. and he like beat it right yeah it was like a form of like torture for yeah the, for the poor shark and i'm like you know i'm not a big fan of sharks anyway but like absolutely not you don't do that you don't do that to a living creature like what are you doing 
So, and then, I mean, his dad's really famous here. He's, like, one of those... 1-800-ASK-GARY. If you don't know yeah. from Siesta Key, 1-800-ASK-GARY. Most Floridians will know who that is. Is He's, like, a... Def- like a... Like a lawyer like yeah he's one of the lawyers that helps with um easy cases basically if you have a car accident or you think yeah. you've been wronged in a situation yeah like when i was coming home from your party and i drove two hours that morning and i got in a car accident yeah everyone that was like oh my god you need to call ask gary and i was like i already found one but thanks yep do you remember any other stories um, about anything you've heard about the cast i mean it's just like not, I mean, not, like, directly. I just know that, like, from around town, if you go to, like, um, local places, people are just, like, not phased by it because they're just there. You yeah. Know? It's just they're just living they live. their lives. And the thing is, too, Olivia's coworkers grew up in this area, and so they've gone to school or... Because they're yeah. the same age. Yeah. So they have different they're relationships like, yeah, then we like, know yeah. from watching a TV show. Yeah, so they're like, yeah, we went to high school with them and stuff, and I was like, oh, okay, like that's cool, but yeah, I'm just, it's. I think it's more because there's like an older population here too that, you know, are here on retirement and you know they want a very quiet, nice place to relax, and I think this will draw more younger crowds, which would help, but it's also creating like a spring breaker image that a lot of the older community I don't think wants. Yeah, and so you would say that Skista Key is not really the hot spot for that, for our age range, right? Yeah, I'd say, I mean, there's, it's beautiful and it's, there's great views and everything here, but I have to say, like, if you're not 21 and able to drink legally, it's harder to have fun, I think. I mean, there's like the beach and some museums and everything, but Things close earlier here than they do in, like, Orlando or Miami or, like, Gainesville, things like that, where there's those big colleges or Tampa even. The show definitely gives a Miami vibe. Yeah. That doesn't really exist here. And I I think it exists more in, like, the summertime and, like, spring break because a lot of, like, younger kids come here in groups, but... We know, like, right now, like, the season's just started filming last week so it's gonna be a big difference of like what their activities are gonna be like because it's cold it's yeah it's not i was shivering at the beach today the other day i wore combat boots and pants to the beach like a flannel and a flannel (laughs) yeah it is not time to go swimming so i do not know i just remember when a year ago at this point i was going to edc Amanda from the TV show Siesta Key was throwing a party, and I remember it was one of the coldest days of the year in Florida, and she was inviting people to come to her party, and I was like, it's freezing outside. Yeah. I was down. I would have gone, but... I uh, mean, you would have... Yeah, of course, and I think you would have had a fun time, but I think you would have worn, like, a sweater or something. Also, I'd be really self-conscious on that TV show because they all have, like, ripped bodies. And then I just, like, skinny guy, like, <laughs> hanging out in the background that's, like, super pale. Like, I, w- I would not fit in. Like, I would not fit I the think, vibe. I think you would fit in just fine, though. I think you look great. Thank and you. And I feel like you would just be their best friends, you know? Oh, yeah, of course. I now, think- speaking of my, you know, my so-called best friends, you've had two run-ins, I believe, with the cast, right? At different points. You've yes. seen Madison, and you've seen Chloe. So <laughs> yes. if you just want to give a 
just so we can have an idea of what that was like. I know you didn't really talk to them by any means, yeah. but I just... Yeah, so I saw Madison... When did I see Madison? I saw Madison probably, like, earlier this year, like, February or something, right before lockdown, and it was at Shake Shack at the mall. <laughs> and I, like... Because I was sitting down with my friend, and we were eating our, like, burgers or whatever, and I was like, that girl looks so familiar, <laughs> and she's so tall. Like, she's so tall. And I'm only, like, 5'5", five five, but, like, yeah. I'm like, whoa. And she just was staring there, like, waiting for her food with the her ish. boyfriend. yeah. Yeah, Ish. Who's, who's a former producer on the yeah, show. Yeah, a former, what, yeah, producer. Former producer, yes. Yes, thank you. And I was like, where is she from? And then I, it, like, finally clicked with me, and then I immediately texted you. <laughs> and I was like, did you get a picture? Did you ask for a video for me? Anything? And I'm just like, I can't do that. I Like, I, I like she's just trying to eat her food. <laughs> like, no one else is walking up to her. We will go into this debate in a little bit after we talk <laughs> about her experience with Chloe. Now, what was your yeah. interaction seeing Chloe like? Chloe, um, it was actually, it was like December 22nd or something. And I only know that because, like, my family was in town and we went to Evie's Tavern. And which is a sports bar on the main strip, which is called, uh, called Main Street, essentially. Yeah. Yeah, and so we were just sitting there, like, it was really busy, and there was um, these, like, longer high tops behind us, and there were two tables taken up by, like, a group of, like, 20-year-olds or something, like, all beautiful people, I'd say, and then I saw this girl go to the bathroom, and I was like, oh, she looks kind of familiar, and then I, like, didn't pay any attention, and then when she came back, I was like, oh my gosh, it's that girl from the show. And I was like, what's her name again? Like, something, like, Alex's friend. I was like, Chloe. And I don't know if I texted you right away. I think I texted you, like, the next day or something like that. Because I was, like, with everyone. And and I was like, should I try and get a video, like, with, like, recording over my shoulder? Like, that's weird. Of her eating or, like, drinking with her yeah. friends. Yeah. And I was like, no, I don't want to be weird because there's, like, all these groups of people that are, like, my age. And I don't want to be weird and be like hey can I get a picture with you and interrupt what their party they got going on or something like that it's so funny I wanted to bring up this debate in this episode because (laughs) we are so different on this but yeah I'll say what I feel about meeting celebrities or interrupting you know to have an interaction with celebrity I definitely think there is a time and a place and there's definitely like a separation as well for example when I had lunch one time next to Britney Spears at Planet Hollywood. I had waited for hours to see her just open the restaurant for a ceremony. And even then, when I happened to be placed next to her at a restaurant, never in that experience did I think, okay, now's my time. I'm going to go up. Like, she's with her kids. Jamie Lynn Spears was there. Her mom was there. I, I never thought... Like, I respect her too much to interrupt that. Like, she's just on vacation now with her kids. Like, she did her job. She did the appearance. Now she's eating. And, like, that was that. But at the time, my friend got up to try to get a picture with Brittany and her sister because they were getting up to go to the bathroom. And the security guard legitimately slammed my friend into, like, the dining kitchen doors, the ones that, like, swing, like, down to the ground and Jamie Lynn was like, no, let him go. And he just got up and went back to the table, but obviously no picture was taken. But there's a situation where I wouldn't 
interrupt. I think there's obviously times like I got a video for you when I met AJ Mashaka. Oh my gosh, I loved that video. Yeah, like I'm not afraid. I'm like, hey AJ, uh, my friend loves you and your TV show. Like I hope there's another season because at that point it wasn't renewed or not. And she was like, yeah. oh, I don't know yet. And then the next day it was announced there was a yeah. new season. Like she definitely knew. Schooled. Yeah, for schooled. So but cute. I definitely. I'm not afraid to approach a celebrity. Like, I just went up like, to her and just asked, like, flat out. Yeah, well, like, was she also, was she out already, like, talking to other people? It like, was after a, her show. She was behind a pizza place in the alley. Okay, because, like, I would, I feel like I would not be afraid if, like, they were already out. Like, if there was, like, a... Barricade. Like, a barricade and, and they were already, like, signing stuff. Of yeah. course I would go up at that point, but, like... If they're just going about their business, like, I'm not one to, like, interject. Yeah. Like, I just, I don't know. I I admire them from afar, I guess. Like, it's I'm, so and weird. I, and I don't really, like, follow their lives anyway. Like, I don't want to be, like, say something disrespectful because I just don't know. Yeah. Or anything like that. Like, like in New York when we saw the guy from Riverdale. Yes. What was his name? <laughs> <laughs> the way I don't remember his name, but I met him. I just went up and asked him for a picture. Yeah. He was filming a movie and they called a break or a cut. And I went up like they were like filming yeah. a movie with him. I think it's, oh, that's not, I think I have Gavin from Sabrina. That's not him. He's, um, he, I have to go to KJ Appa's well, he wasn't, Instagram. He wasn't like the original He Yeah. He replaced right? the guy from 13 Reasons Why. Yeah. And then he dated the actress who played Veronica in Riverdale. Yes. But now I can't even find... His Instagram because I guess Koji Apple reset his Instagram, so now I can't even find it. Is I it thought it was like Honestly, I don't know, but you guys probably know who we're talking about. Um but... his black hair, I don't know. Yeah, like we were And we were in Central Station. Yeah, and it was it was like he was just finished filming, and we had just finished, like, a tour of, like, the subways yes. or whatever, which was super cool, by the way, just as a side note. And... Charles Melton. Yes! That's who it is. Thank you. And, um, you... I was like, oh, he's the guy from Riverdale. And you were like, oh my gosh, yeah, like, let's go get a picture. And I was just like, no, I'm like, he's working, and, like, like, if... If he, like, went to go approach people who were waiting to see him, sure, I would join in. But like That was us. We were the people waiting to approach him. Yeah, but, like, I want them to approach us first. Like, I would never, like... But that would be so cocky of a celebrity, because, like, what if we didn't know who he was, and he was like, hey, you want a picture with me? Wouldn't you be like, no? Like, when I was at uh, Vanderpump, or, sorry, Pump the Restaurant, where they filmed Vanderpump Rules... I was there. The cast of the show was there. I was with my friend Jackie and Ryan. Mm -hmm. And the celebrity, you know, in parentheses, celebrity, uh, (laughs) James Charles. Wait, that's the YouTuber? That's the YouTuber. Okay, no, this guy's name is also James, but it's James Kennedy. I was like, wait a minute. This doesn't sound right. Anyways, James (laughs) Kennedy was, I got a picture with him and, which was awful. Like he was... Uh, vaping, he was rude, he was causing like, trouble in the restaurant, he's already fired in the show and apparently also fired in real life. Ooh. And he goes to Jackie and he's like, don't you want a picture with me too? And she's like, I'm sorry, I don't know who you are. 
and he was so pissed. Like, he went, yeah. like, backstage in the kitchen, and he was rude. I can't remember what he said back, but he was so angry that Jackie was like, I'm sorry, I don't know who you are. So, if, like, if a celebrity just saw you, like, watching them and came up to you, like, that'd be so weird. Like, do you want a picture with me? Like, yeah, I feel like the, uh, I feel like the only way that I would ever feel comfortable, though, is, like, if there were the barricades and people were already there, and they were just walking by, I would be like, oh, who's that? And then if I was interested, I would just hop in. But, like, you know me, I don't even like getting pictures with the characters. At yeah, Disney. Disney World, yeah. Like, I just, I just, I don't know. I'll get... You don't like interacting with anyone that's a stranger or an outsider of your I, circle. I mean, I guess. I don't know. It's weird. Like, I think about, I've met so many different celebrities, uh, like Erica Jane. I've met Michael Buble. I've met just a bunch of people. I've uh, met... Johnny Depp without knowing I was speaking to Johnny Depp. He mm-hmm. was standing in the wrong section. I was working at this time. I was working at Walt Disney World. I was doing something called parade audience control, and which is crowd control for the parades and the fireworks. For people that don't know that, that don't know that is from listening to this podcast. And we have an area for VIP guests to watch the parade. Well, next to that is a moving walkway. And there was a man just standing in the moving walkway and you're just watching the parade. And so I told him, I'm like, sir, you can't stand here. You have to move. And he's like, oh, I'm just watching the parade. It's okay. I'm like, no, you're not allowed to stand here. Like, everyone else has to keep moving. Like, you have to get out of the way. And then later on, um, my coordinator came over to me and was like, you remember during the parade, there's a man that was like standing in the walkway and you told him like he had to move. I was like, yeah. He's like, that was Johnny Depp. He was supposed to be in the VIP section, but he wanted to watch it over there, and you told him he had to leave. Which, I mean, I'm just doing my job. Yeah, like, you're just, I mean, you can't... I, can't. I don't care that you're Johnny Depp. Yeah. Like, I don't. I didn't know that was Johnny Depp, but the reality is, I'm just doing my job. It's a safety hazard thing. Like, yeah. I, you need to get out of the way. And the thing is that, like, he shouldn't be mad or anything. Oh, he wasn't like, mad. Yeah. Yeah, like, I, I don't think Johnny Depp would be a person to, like, get mad about that but at all. But, I don't know. I just... I, I I don't think I want to, I don't want to say, like, reward them with special treatment. Yeah. Either, like, I get, like, what you do is great, and I love your work, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you're, like, you're a solid person that, like, I'd get along with. So, I don't know. I don't think I just, I don't, like, idolize them like that. Yeah. Not that it's it's not a bad thing at all. I definitely idolize, and I have no, like, shame in the game of saying that I idolize celebrities. I feel like I would, I would, like, uh, I would approach other famous people, like AOC, or, like, Obama, 100%. Well, I I think you would get shot if you tried to approach Obama. Well, yeah, I wouldn't actually, like, (laughs) but, like, if I got a chance to, like, meet them, I would meet them. That's called a meet and greet. That's different. I mean, I don't even. So you would only talk to a celebrity if it was a meet and greet. Is essentially what you're saying. Never out in the wild. No. Not even for me. Not even for a quick video for me. I mean, if if it was if 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 you were like Olivia, I really want you to do this. I would walk up and I'd be like, "Hey, my best friend really wants a video. Can you just like say hi and like?" Yeah. I would do that for you. I I at least expect that respect. I would, (laughs) of course, of course. I would, 
get over my awkwardness in that sense. And That's like, when you just blame it on me, too. That's yeah, when you're just like, oh, I'm so sorry. Excuse. Like, I know this might be weird, which... I think that it's definitely a thing that's not actually weird either. I think when, I think it's just part of their daily life. Like if you watch the This Is Paris documentary, her ex-boyfriend got mad at her and he's like, you stopped to take a selfie with this girl, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, she was an upcoming artist. I, she asked for a selfie. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah. And he's like, you're taking time away from me. And she's like, babe, this is how I've stayed in this industry for 20 plus years. So if I didn't stop to get a picture of these people, I wouldn't have a career. My fans are what build me up. Like, this yeah. is part of dating me. Like, you have to understand this is part of my job. Yeah, and I and I feel like it's, like, a good, like, networking opportunity. Like, yeah. we were talking earlier. Like, if, you know, you want to be in that industry, you would want to do that more. But then again, like, I don't want to be in that industry. Like, I wouldn't, don't think that I would want the fame and limelight on me as much. So, like, I wouldn't go for that. But, of course, I would do it for you. Side note, <laughs> it's been one year since I saw Stassi Schroeder with Straight Up at Straight Up with Stassi Live with Brooke Varney. And I want to say that, you know, one year ago, we were outside and we asked Stassi for a picture and... She just ignored us, and we were the only two people waiting outside in the cold, and her now husband apologized to us and blamed it on her having a tequila shot and made her so sick in her stomach. But I will say, her undoing, I think, is all to do because of that karma. Hey, karma's I'm telling you. If you have two fans, and only two, like legit two people, waiting at the stage door of a show... Which is normal. When you have a show, yeah. you usually meet fans thereafter. And we were the only two people that waited like 30 minutes because it was freezing cold. And she did not stop to even take a selfie with us. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. I don't even know who that person is. But <laughs> That's because she didn't meet Brooke and I. Yeah. I will Meanwhile, 100%. I went to New York City. I went to a book meet and greet. I met her, had a great conversation. But then all of a sudden... Nothing. 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 All right. That's enough on that topic. Now we're going to get into the pop culture recap of the week. And it's actually going to be a good transition because the first subject I have to bring up, which Olivia has no idea about, is also about Vanderpump Rule stars that are now oh, yeah. ex-stars, such as Stassi. But we now have Jax Taylor and Brittany Taylor announcing that they are leaving the show Vanderpump Rules, which means that we have lost Kristen, Jax, Brittany, and Stassi. So I don't think the show is going to survive because there's nothing left. I really think that there's going to be a spinoff show on a different network about all of them having babies because the entire cast besides the Toms are having babies. And I think Tom Tom might have their own show and then a different network, like maybe Oxygen or something, will pick up this new spinoff series since they've all been canceled. And I definitely believe that Jax was fired and then Brittany took the leave of absence because we've known that during this whole part of cancel culture that there's been claims of Jax being uh, anti-LGBTQI+, meaning the anti-trans, being anti-gay, not working um, on set with 
people of that match with that because they don't align with his beliefs. So with all the bad things he's done, it does make sense. I'm surprised it didn't happen earlier. I can't believe it didn't happen like two seasons ago, but it is definitely the end of an era for that. And I don't think the show will survive. I was saying during the season when it was airing that they should have canceled the show because there was no more drama. They're all old. They're all pregnant. No one cares. There's not fights anymore when you're pregnant. Like, there's not going to be six pregnant women beating each other up and throwing drinks at each other's faces at a bar. That's completely irresponsible, so... Yeah. (laughs) I would not. And the thing is, there's nothing wrong with that because it's just called growing up. And there's a part where you should graduate from something. And I understand wanting to cling onto fame because that's such good money. But you definitely have a part where you graduate in life. Like, having your kid and all this stuff is a different time of your life. It's separate than your career. And I think there's only so much time you can pretend that you are a poor waiter working in a restaurant for 10 years when the reality is you're rich and you're being forced to be a waiter for a TV show. So move on. Graduate and move on. I'm going to be honest. I didn't even know what the premise of that show was. Well. (laughs) Now I do. (laughs) Now you know. And I never have to watch it. Now I know. (sighs) Well, going into more Bravo news. Last week, I discussed how Real Housewives of Atlanta and Real Housewives of Beverly Hills had halted filming because of COVID scares. Well, we now know that Kyle Richards had COVID and, well, actually still has COVID. And we believe that Dorit still has it, but we don't know if, she's never confirmed it. Kyle Richards has confirmed that she does have COVID and so did her daughter, Sophia, and they are quarantining on their own away from the family. And once it's been two weeks, production will resume for the show. So... I think this will just be a thing we keep seeing for many things in production. We know Hillary Duff had this problem with Younger after one week of filming that she came in contact with someone that had COVID. So it's just the future for movies and television shows. I think they're so lucky that they get to do rapid testing all the time for those people because they're all obviously filming without masks, with new crowds all the time. Yeah. So it makes sense, and especially for actors because, I mean, you have all the extras around them you know, they're spaced out. They're not wearing masks because it has to look natural because the movie doesn't take place in the COVID time. So I get that. And other housewife news, back to Real Housewives of Atlanta, we now learn that Kenya Moore actually had a date with Kanye West before getting together and getting married with Kim Kardashian. And she said it was one of the most horrible dates of her life, that it was very short-lived. She went over to his house she got lost in his house trying to go to the bathroom. And by the time she got back, basically she said that he was watching porn on all of his TVs. I'm there. sorry, and what? She, exactly. <laughs> and she said she took that moment to realize that was probably her time to go. So she just left without saying anything. I think, uh, wow, that's that sounds about right. I mean, I don't really have that much high expectations or that many high expectations for Kanye West. Yeah, I'm not a fan and I'm sure before he was married, he was definitely a player. I mean, of course. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Anyone who portrays themselves as a god, I'm like, what? Yeah. I, yeah. We all know how I feel about Kanye. Moving on. Yeah. So star Bronwyn of Real Housewives of Orange County, who just renewed her vows of her marriage of more than 20 years, has just come out as a lesbian. So, what? yes, she is married to a man. And yes, she's been married for 20 years, but she made this announcement on Instagram and says, it feels so good to finally be living my truth. 
I am a lesbian. At 43 years old, I have finally been able to accept this part of myself, and I have realized there are no rules about when someone should come out. This is my time. Thank you, Glad, for the support and for the interview. I'm proud to be a member of the LGBTQ plus community. And also, in addition, we now know that she still lives with her husband, is still married with her husband, has introduced her girlfriend to the family, and the girlfriend and the husband all hang out with all 12 of her kids. Actually, I don't know if it's actually 12 but i know she has a ton of kids are they like a throuple or is it just no she's just dating this girl and married her husband doesn't want to leave her and she wants to stay married to her husband oh okay i mean you do you you i think it's 2020 there's so many things like this i think are gonna be introduced yeah i mean things get crazier every year and it just become more normalized i just think that like if you're not dating like if you're not married to a child i don't care what you do i don't care if you have like oh like underage person or like yeah. a cousin yeah yeah <laughs> freaking cousins yeah you, you know like when my dad married someone in kentucky on the marriage license he had to ask if they were related i mean it makes sense <laughs> that would be a problem there <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was just so funny because he came home and he was just like you won't believe like what side note everyone it is currently 11 11 make, make a, a wish. wish it's 11 11 while recording this podcast and of course we have to bring up 11 11 in my best paris hilton voice anyway sorry about that disturbance no you're good it's 11 11 we gotta 11, wake up early tomorrow okay, i can make a big wish okay i made my wish i froze i did not i froze <laughs> oh you just missed it. it's 11 12 now i know i know i'll make one tomorrow well the last part of my wrap up with the housewives is that in Beverly Hills news, Erica Jane's divorce, well, I should say Erica Jane is being sued for having a shame shame a sham divorce. Oh, okay, I was like There's shame and a sham. Okay. We'll put that together as if that was planned. Shame, but shame, she shame. has a lawsuit against her divorce for separating for the only reason being to bring the money over from Tom's account to her account. That way he doesn't lose money from all of his lawsuits, which a couple weeks ago, Brooke and I said on this podcast that that has to be the reason they're getting divorced. And it has to be the reason why they announced it on election day because they thought it would kind of go under the rug and people wouldn't notice. But of course that did not go as planned for them. And she is facing a lawsuit. So I'm sure none of this will be featured on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I don't think the idea of her even having a divorce will be featured on the show because legal reasons, it can't yeah, be. Like, yeah. there's no way they can bring that up on the TV show. Yeah. Because it's going to be, ha- it's, a, it's a live case. You can't talk about that on TV. Yeah, you can't talk about active cases like that. Yeah. So I will say that will be probably, I, I think that might lead to her having her last season on Housewives of Beverly Hills because she is known for not truly wanting to share her full life experience on the show, which you're not really supposed to be doing because you're supposed to give your all when you're on the show. Mm -hmm. But it is what it is. I look forward to seeing what's going to happen. I love Erica Jane. I thought it was a smart move on her end, and I see why I got caught, but I think she was doing the right thing. And it really shows that she does love her husband, and she's just trying to work to help them in their future. Yeah. But also, you shouldn't be stealing people's monies from airplane accidents and things like that but that's for another episode maybe yes. with a uh, brooke varney's dad who's a lawyer <laughs> anyway 
So on a completely different note, I want to go into, you know, our music artists, our pop artists, pop culture recap. So right now we know Lady Gaga is releasing limited time edition Chromatica Oreos. So look out for some neon Oreos. And I saw that they're the same flavor, but I still might buy them because they're so cute. Yeah, my Mima and my mom are on the mission. My Mima is, she believes that they are going to be released early, and she's going to check every day at Target, Walmart, and Publix for me because she thinks that they're going to drop them before the real release date, and she wants to make sure. I think it's the like. The first of next month or something? January 1st? I don't know. But I just know my Mima's on it more than I'm on it. Okay, going on to other pop artists. We have Miley Cyrus' album, which I talked about last week. Really sad to find out. The following day, we got the news about what was happening with the album. Basically, Miley's album is projected to make 40k to 50k off of sales in the first week, which is really, really, really bad. I always relate this to, think of an influencer you know. An influencer, whether it's a Disney influencer, usually has, what, 30,000 followers. That means that everyone, essentially, that follows one influencer was the amount of albums that were bought. Yeah. And the fact that, like, if an influencer released something and all their followers bought it, it would be the same amount, like, that a celebrity that has many records and many awards and many credibility of sales... Like, it just is True. very unfortunate. And I know for Miley, it's not about the money because Miley Cyrus released her album, you know, Dead Pets, for free on SoundCloud. So it's not about the money for her, but she did release this statement. My fans are everything to me. And to know y'all are disappointed when going out to stores, calling, checking stock to be let down, I am equally, if not more, frustrated. When choosing the 1127, which is November 27th, the suggested date for album release, my team and I were never told major retailers don't stock physical albums on Black Friday and wouldn't get copies of Plastic Hearts until a few weeks after release. The packaging of the record is intimate, honest, and a visual reflection of the sound of my new record that I am so proud of. It was created by me, personally at home, making art for you. I want it in your hands. I've outgrown blame. It's a waste of time and energy. This album was a labor of love and nothing can sabotage my admiration for the record my collaborators and I have created. Miley Cyrus. I think it's a great statement. I'm glad. I mean, I like how she says she doesn't take blame, but those people need to be fired for not knowing this album won't be on the shelf for another two weeks. Yeah, I like... It was very well spoke, like, well written. But the fact that how... This is someone's full-time job to know about these things. things. Like, what is wrong with, like, ugh, it just... Someone, someone fudged up. Yeah, and I guarantee you that person is fired. Well, going into one of my other favorite artists, Britney Spears turned 39 this week. We had a really weird picture posted on her birthday of her, like, man, like, almost choking her, but she's, like, smiling, so that was odd. But, um, yeah. But happy birthday to you, Brittany. I can only hope this new year of life brings new peace. Truly, yeah. I just want peace for Britney Spears. I'm sure that's what her wish was, just peace in yeah. her life. There's so much going on behind the scenes. And I really hope that these like TikTok conspiracy, conspiracy theories just end because I think they have no relevance to what's actually happening in the situation. 
My last thing to cover in pop culture news is that Taylor Swift had part of her re-recording of Love Story in a new ad for Match.com that had the, uh, a voice actor, essentially, who was Ryan Reynolds, talk as... Well, he wasn't a voice actor. He was acting as the devil, essentially, for a Match.com commercial. And you got to hear Taylor Swift's re-recording of Love Story. And she said that it's not done. She hasn't finished re-recording all of her albums yet. This is just a sample because she was asked by her good friend, Ryan Reynolds, to feature this in the ad, and she was willing to do it. So it sounds very angelic. There's so much more maturity in her voice. You tell that she's so much more trained, and I cannot wait to hear the many re-recordings of all of her past albums. I'm just really excited. Wow, I didn't even know that was happening. Yeah, she's re-recording all of her albums because she doesn't own any of her old albums. So this is the only way she can get them is by getting her masters back by recording them this way. So very, very, very excited to hear that news. So now we are hitting our rapid fire question time. Oh gosh. All right, we are both going to ask each other five questions and I will start with my first question for you. If you had to pick a show to never watch again, would it be The Office or The New Girl? I think I already know the answer to this one. Oh my gosh, that's so I uh, Oh god. I honestly, I feel like I'll have to pick New Girl to That's not watch again. That's why I thought you were going to say not to watch again. But honestly, that is such a tough question because I love both those shows so much. I can't, I can like tell you what episode you're watching if you send me just like a Snapchat of either one. Like I can tell you what's happening in that Have episode. you seen the TikTok that says that they're so glad that The Office is being removed from Netflix because then people are going to get their personalities back? No. (laughs) Damn. That hit you hard. That hit me hard. (laughs) (laughs) All right, now it's your turn asking me a question. Okay, um, if you could either eat your favorite food every single meal every day. Okay. Or eat every food you dislike for the rest of your life, what would you do? My favorite food. Yeah, but, like, wouldn't you get tired of it? I would... Get tired of my food, like, after, like, a week. I mean, I guess you picked food that you dislike, your taste buds change. Yeah, I feel like I would gradually grow to like those, but at least it would be more of a variety. Yeah, but then you can never have your favorite food again. Yeah, but, like, if I eat it too much, then I might not like it anymore. Uh, I think I still pick my favorite food every day. You know, it's like day. your fruit punch thing. I used to have, every day, from ninth grade to 12th grade, 12 saltine crackers, a spray cheese bottle of bacon and cheese cheddar what's it called like canned oh like cheese the easy whip. squeeze yeah easy, easy squeeze easy squeeze or whatever one it is. salt snack one sweet snack and a syrup mist every single day for lunch and i loved it so i don't think i'd have a problem <laughs> the way i would eat the same thing every day huh by choice i mean i, I get that i i like i like rotated stuff at lunch all right, moving on. If you could meet any celebrity, who would it be? I thought this was an appropriate question <laughs> to ask on this episode. Um, is it like... Uh, any know. celebrity. Do they have to be alive? No, they, they can be dead. That's hard, dude. Maybe RBG. Be like, thank you, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yeah. Thank that you. would be a great one. I'd, like, I'd just like, yo, I watched all the movies about you. You did great stuff. Awesome. Or like, um, 
fuck, I forgot her name. You want to meet someone that you don't remember the name of? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I can't. See, I'm, I don't know. But I'll just, I'll just go with Ruth Bader Ginsburg. All right, next question. Um, okay. What fashion item from the late 2000s, so, like, I would say, like, 2005, 2015, would you bring back? Um, Juicy Couture velour tracksuits, but for men this time. Ooh. I'd bring back low-rise jeans. Oh, instead of, like, the, the high-waisted? I love high-waisted, but I think, like, low-rise is kind of fun. I liked that. Like, it was, yeah. like, the period of girls just wearing, like, camis as tops. Um, yeah, and with, like, wearing, their little tiny purse. Yeah, and then they would always get <laughs> belly button piercing. <laughs> And, like, they would wear a beret, like, with that, and, like, yeah. call it a look. And then, like, a really thin scarf. Yeah. Yes. Oh, wow. I pictured, like, Hilary Duff. <laughs> exactly, Lohan, yeah. All the early Disney stars. Oh, uh, my gosh. What is your favorite pop culture thing that I personally have introduced you to? Um, honestly, you've introduced me to, so like, so much and, like, so many pop culture things. Honestly... Maybe it was like, I think it was Are You the One? I'm gonna be honest. Oh, such a good show! I, would, I like, you know, I'm not a huge fan, but like, it's a good. Fu- we it's watched a good show. two seasons in two days, you guys. Just this week, it's if you haven't already, Are You the One's been added on Netflix. It is an MTV original where they pick ten singles, ten males, ten females, and they are set up with a ma- by a matchmaker to find out who their match is. They have ten weeks to find out. All ten matches. If they align with all ten matches, they win ten. Oh, sorry, they I'll win a million, million dollars, but which like, is fifty thousand yeah. dollars split per person, yeah. essentially. So we have been watching that. I love, love, love. Are you the one? If you haven't watched it, watch it now. It's addicting. You'll be sad there's only two seasons on Netflix because it sucks watching on the MTV website because you have to watch the ads and it's the same three ads over and it's over again. Over and it's over so again. obnoxious. It really is. All right. Moving on, what is your favorite rom-com? I ask Olivia this question because I would always go to Olivia's house in Orlando and we would always watch a rom-com and she's such a big fan. I'm staring right now at her DVD collection of (laughs) rom-coms. She only owns rom-coms and it's a big part of what we do when we hang out. So what is your all-time favorite rom-com, Olivia? Oh, that's so difficult. Um... I would have to... I'm, like, trying to look at my, like, collection I got going on mm-hmm. to see what I have. I would have to say, like, maybe Crazy Stupid Love or... Is Emma Stone in that one? Yes. Yes, okay. And uh, Ryan Gosling. Yeah. And Michael from The Office. Ooh. I know. Or, I mean, I also really like Confessions of a Shopaholic. I feel like it's a really underappreciated movie. I always think that has one of the best soundtracks of a movie and, on my I mean, earlier podcast. We watched that one together. So, like. Oh, it's so you good. Know. Yeah. All right. Um, Your turn. All right. Um, here's a Disney one for you. Okay. Which Disney princess is the best fashionista? The best fashionista. Disney. Fashionista. Princess. Well. I always have a favoritism towards Ariel, but I also feel like Ariel again because I think between her and Belle, they have the most outfits. Because Ariel has like mermaid, she has kiss the girl, she has the pink dress, she has the wedding dress. Where yeah. and Belle has like Christmas dress, village Belle, 
ball yellow. gown bell, and then like the green outfit as well from something yes. there. Yes. And the other girls just have like two outfits, like peasant and then their real outfit. Yes. Or Pocahontas like, has one. Yes. Uh, that's so true. that's why I say it's the best fashionista as a Disney princess. If you could put yourself in any movie, Olivia, what movie would it be? Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. I would probably replace, I would want to replace, like, insert myself as Drew Barrymore in Ever After, if you've ever seen that. It's like yeah. the, the historical version of Cinderella, because, like, I love Cinderella. Like, Cinderella's, like, my go-to girl. Love all the movies. I just like the storyline, basically. But I like how it takes, like, the historical factor of, like, oh, it's taking place in the 1700s. And it's, like, more, quote-unquote, historically accurate if it was to actually be true. So I would say that. But, yeah, I would probably say that. That that would be my go-to, I think. And yeah. did you have any more questions for me, or is that your last question? How many was that? I I asked five. I think... Did I ask five? I might have asked <laughs> Maybe you just asked four. Maybe I just asked four. Okay, if you had to... Oh, wait, I remember what my last one was. What is your favorite pickup line? That's what I wanted to ask Ew, you Ew, none. My favorite pickup line? My favorite pickup line is... It, it doesn't have to be, like, a good one. It could be one that you, like... Send a screenshot to us and be like, I can't believe this person said this. Literally, the only thing I can think of is just like, if I said I want your body, would you hold it against me? But it's not a pickup line. It's a Britney Spears song. Um, <laughs> oh my God. Someone said one to me the other day. It was so bad. I can't remember what it was. It's just something that was like, something about like, they saw like the beautiful, most beautiful thing. And I was like, oh, what is it? And they're like, look in the mirror. And I was like, oh my oh, God. God. Yeah. I was like, absolutely Barf not. Barf in my mouth. Cause I watched, cause I wanted to ask that question. Cause on, uh, on TikTok, I found this guy who like, he, he like does these like little videos of people's worst, like Tinder interactions. Yeah. And those pickup lines are so bad. And it's, and it's like, hey, you up? And then the person's like, that depends. Like, are you trying to have sex? And then they go, yes. And they're like, no, I'm still asleep. Oh, God. <laughs> it's like just stupid things like that. But I was like, that's kind of funny. Like, it's entertaining. I'm just glad it's not happening to me. <laughs> yeah. Well, on that note, that is the end of our podcast. Wow. So everyone that's listening, comment your favorite pickup line. And... <laughs> with a five-star review on my podcast. Yes. And thank you, Olivia, for joining me. Thanks for having me. And on that note, everyone, stay guiltless.